Welcome back, Waska Nation. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Waska Harbor. I hope you enjoy. Today on Student Spotlight, I'm here with Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Mr. Green. Kylie, what grade are you in? I'm in fifth grade. Who's your teacher? Mrs. So, So, Kylie, what's been going well with distance learning for you? Um... Something that's been going well is our Zoom meetings and being able to talk to my friends and my teachers and getting to see their pets and hobbies. Oh, thank goodness for technology. What has been a challenge? Um, not being able to see my friends every day. And also, if I have a question on one of my assignments, it's hard not seeing my teacher face to face. It's really hard not being able to just raise your hand and have her come walk over to you, right? Yeah. And I know your mom is pretty creative, mom and dad are, so what, what's something that you guys have been doing at home as a family when you're not doing distance learning? My family and I have been doing a lot more baking and going on a lot of walks, and we've been trying to spread joy around town. My siblings and I have been dressing up as T-Rexes in town <laughs> and waving at people to make them smile. <laughs> That's excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, all right, Kyle, you can get back to your distance learning now. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, bye. 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 It's time for a little Are You Thinking Laterally? A man pushed his car. He stopped when he reached a hotel, at which point he knew he was bankrupt. Why? Some of you maybe experienced this during the quarantine. There's your hint. Thank you for thinking laterally. This next segment is a new segment. It's called Translation, Please. Now, some of you have younger brothers and sisters that you have no idea what they're saying, and you need someone to help translate it. I I have a one-year-old that's starting to talk, and... I quite frankly can't understand anything he's saying half the time, so I always have to ask my six-year-old son to translate. For example, here's one for you. Beckett, what did Arlo just say? He said, Puff, eat the food. Oh. Puff is our bearded dragon that's at my office during the school year, but I had to bring him home during this shelter in place. Thank you, Beckett, for translating. Puff, eat the food. That makes a little more sense now what he was saying to the dragon. Thank you for listening to Translation, please. Today on Staff Spotlight, we're here with Mr. Hoffman. Hi, Mr. Hoffman. Hello, Mr. Green. Mr. Hoffman, what grade do you teach? I teach fourth grade. What's been going really well for you during distance learning? Well, what I really enjoy each day is the small groups right now. We have about five to six kids per group, do about four sessions. And um, learning, teaching lessons to the kids and going over some skills. But then after that, then we have some time to chat and just get to see what the kids are up to. And and in small groups, it seems like it's a little bit easier for everybody to get some turns to talk and 
and just share things. So it's a lot like small groups within your own classroom, right? Yes. Yeah. So then that presents this next question. What, what's been a challenge that you've been facing with distance learning? I think one challenge is um, making sure kids understand the assignments and and then that, you know, following through with things that, that uh, need to be done. And if they are struggling a little bit to to reach out to the teacher and find out what, you know, find out directions, what they need to do. And just so that they can keep up with all their assignments and stay on task. And I want to make it as much of a feel like a school day as possible. Awesome. And so, so what have you been doing when you haven't been working with your, your distance learning or been planning? I know you have three beautiful grandchildren that live in town, but I don't know. I don't know. That's just my opinion. <laughs> but what what, what <laughs> That's right. Three what, 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 grandchildren, <laughs> thanks to their mother. No, and their dad, Mr. Green. Um, we've been going for, uh, Mrs. Hoffman and I have been going for walks, and when we get a chance, we try to do some, um, see our grandchildren from a distance and, and get to play with them from a distance. And then also, you know, we're, we're big into a garden this year, so we're growing some things in the house and then also uh, making some bird houses and, and getting outside and just enjoying the weather. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Hoffman, for your time. You can get back to distance learning now. Thank you. Have you ever wondered if white chocolate is really chocolate? I hate to break it to you, but white chocolate isn't really chocolate at all. It's made of sugar cocoa butter, and milk solids. When cocoa beans are processed, two substances are produced. They are cocoa butter and cocoa nibs. In order to be considered chocolate, chocolate must contain at least 10% cocoa nibs. Since white chocolate doesn't contain cocoa nibs, it really isn't considered chocolate. This is super interesting, but you know what? It doesn't change my mind because I love white chocolate. It's so creamy and amazing. Thank you for tuning in to the wonder of the day. Thank you for tuning in to the Waska Harbor. Please stay healthy and safe and remember to keep your heads up.